1: So make time to level up your mental health and take the first step on your spiritual skill tree. Join me and subscribe to Mindfulness for Gamers right here, right now. Guys, I know we're a couple of weeks-ish removed from Halloween now, mm-hmm. but how did
2: you get on with your respective plans? Did you get trick and or treaters? Uh, we prepared for trick and or treaters. We even would have answered the door if they'd actually knocked. Um, um, It wasn't just a a plate on the doorstep, uh, but no one came. Um, Oh, man. And there are are sort of family homes around us. I think we were just a bit late because we, I a slightly late. I think I had a late finish that day anyway. But either way, we then stopped and did our big shop on the way home. So we didn't get Mm -hmm. home until about half six, seven o'clock. So I think we just missed it.
0: Oh, Damn, man. what you? sweets did you buy? What was your supply? Oh, we, yeah. When
2: we turned up at Aldi, because that was one of the things we got in the big shop was the sweets on the day. Uh, it had been absolutely decimated. And <laughs> Ashton from Triple Jump said the same thing had happened with her partner, Ben. He stopped to get sweets on the day and no actual multi-bags of sweets were left for him either. He had to buy like oh, a load of Twixes from the chocolate bar aisle instead. Ooh, um, getting big,
0: doing big Halloween.
2: So we were able to find one big tub of, um, sweet shop dick favorites. Tubs. A dick some, tubs. A dick tubs. Yeah. A dick of, tubs. I think it was called sweet shop favorites and it just has like drumsticks and palma violets and refreshes and stuff. Um, but mm. they're all for me now. So oh. <laughs> no big loss. <laughs> Uh, did you guys get anything? See yeah, did you get any
1: burn? Uh, well, I was streaming. Um, did so... you get any knock, rampant knocks at the doors no, that you ignored? No, because my my partner had a plan. It's her birthday, by the way, when this episode releases. So happy oh, birthday. Happy birthday. Hey, woo. Um, but she she had a plan and by God, it worked because neither of us could. I mean, this was the first time that I've lived in a house for Halloween in a good long time because I've been a flat boy for mm. years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking, well, I'm streaming, so at least I don't have to deal with it. But also, people knocking on my door and I have to give them things for free. Ugh. This is, what is this, communist <laughs> country? In- yeah, there's country? a flipping huh? cost
2: of living crisis on. Why should I disgusting feed these kids? So
1: she came up with a brilliant idea, which is that um, she had bought some similar sweet favourites to the mm. to the ones you're mentioning, Peter, with drumstick lollies and the like. Yeah. Uh, for, as part of a birthday gift for me back in May, Ooh. these, the remaining sweets have been <laughs> languishing in a drawer since then. And we also got an abundance of uh, fortune cookies from a local Chinese place. Now, this may have been a comment on the amount of Chinese food that was ordered, but I shit you not, they put like 30 fortune cookies in the wow. bag
2: imagine if you'd opened them all and all the fortunes had been completely contradictory that would have ruined the magic have, that you definitely believed in up to that point
1: it would have completely destroyed the illusion of getting a chinese takeaway i would have been devastated uh, mm-hmm. but we had a drawer full of those basically so what she did was she put a little sign in the window that said and this is partly true uh, that said that our our wonderful Kitten, Pippa, has recently undergone surgery and we have to keep her inside. Now, the truth is, we have to keep her inside all the time anyway. So it doesn't really make any difference at all. And so we can't open the door. However, please help yourself to something from the bowl. And uh, she put out the remaining crappy six-month-old sweets. And the free stale fortune cookies. (laughs) Oh, my God. And... A few of them were gone, not many. It didn't seem like many people were doing it round our way. Right. Uh, But... By far the most popular choice were the fortune cookies. We managed to offload some of our stale fortune cookies. It was a win-win. We didn't have to buy anything. We just got rid of old shit. It was, yeah. it was amazing.
2: They probably all had loads of refreshers already. Uh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. It's an interesting thing. You get to open it, and read the fortune, and mm-hmm. yeah, they have a you know, palate
0: cleanser as well. And in the process, you've poisoned the idea. entire neighbourhood of children. So good going,
1: yeah. you. Mm-hmm. We clear out our cupboard. <laughs> it's brilliant. I'm going to put pasta <laughs> out next year. See what happens. <laughs> Give me a You had some oh. crazy dressing up in your office, didn't you?
0: Oh yeah. Um you did some wait, dressing oh, up. <laughs> I yeah, I, I got I well yeah, I fully leaned into my furry side and I wore a sexy Garfield outfit with a neck <laughs> choker on. And in our office uh competition I think I won least scary costume. Oh, <laughs> oh brilliant. I think
2: it's pretty scary
0: yeah it was weird like i did get into it like the whole night i was walking around meowing and kind of pretending to lick the back of my paws oh
1: okay yeah that's too much man
0: yeah it's quite Can't fun be doing that I, the, at work still all my costume is just on my desk still because i don't <laughs> want to put it away i don't want to touch it uh, so it's just there as a reminder Why looking don't you up want at to
1: me touch it what's wrong with
0: it i don't know it feels tainted it's feels weird dirty, okay yeah the gloves are nice though i might i might wear the gloves around the office they're very soft um I I, try, I did a little drink of a, a syringe of alcohol and uh it, it squirted all in my mouth and all over my costume so now I've got oh, bloody man. red cat paws. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. So yeah, did you yeah, have I
2: d- anyone knock at the door though?
0: No, sadly, um not a single person knocked at our door as well, so mm. all round a pretty quiet a pretty quiet Halloween for us all, but lesson learned fortune cookies that's yeah. how you get the kids that's a-coming. it man
1: you got to hold on to these i already offload my um prawn crackers onto peter yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every time i cycle in with him and do that like, his his a damp plastic bag crackers. filled with prawn crackers oh. <laughs> yeah it's and like you know a... what he's only said no once and oh. i
2: respect that a lot yeah it's like a tithe uh where people used to leave like big sheaves of wheat in the monastery the local monastery to keep keep mm. the monks happy and just brings <laughs> yeah. in prawn crackers occasionally just to keep me on side, I think that's how it works.
1: It's much like that bit from uh, Time Splitter's Future Perfect. I bring it in and I throw it on his desk and I, I just sort of scream in his face,
2: Princess, Princess got some lovely food, food for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: and Peter it. sort
1: of makes a sort of guttural, uh, horrifying, um, sort of, what's he called? Uh, the guy who did, the guy who's actually, turns out is really problematic in hindsight, but he did the 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 horror, the cosmic horror. What's he called? What's his name? The guy?
0: Oh. Cthulhu. What's he called? Um, oh fucking Lovecraft! Yeah, Lovecraft. Yeah, yeah thank Lovecraft. you. That yeah. god. Why yeah, just that don't ask him me? what his dog was called. Don't ask him that. Oh wow. yeah, see that's that's part of the problem. But Peter yes. makes
1: sort of like a guttural Lovecraftian noise, and mm-hmm. then I know we're gonna have a good week. It's gonna be a good week of content this week. That's right. He's had his he's cra- had his prawn crackers. To, I like uh, to think
0: that when you give Peter his the prawn crackers, he doesn't eat them because he's so sick of them at that point this point. So he just fills his sink with water and drops them in there and watches them oh, dissolve before dissolve. him <laughs> and makes hey, them to time. the local <laughs> raccoon enclosure
1: and <laughs> sees how they deal with loss.
2: Yeah. Um to use someone else's anecdote given that I don't have any uh, because no one arrived at our house Ashton from work said that um, she heard a boy go to their door uh, he got a twix from their box of actual chocolate bars and as he turned around and ran back down the like the, the pathway shouted to his mum "Mum, twix like, he was <laughs> really pleased with it. Like you, that's a, the jackpot, though, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I suppose it is. Yeah, uh, you apart like from a fortune cookie, you know. Oh,
0: did you mm. ever get given crisps when you treat a as a kid? We um,
2: so. we got worse than that. We we there was a, a little row of houses in our village where mostly old people lived, and uh, <laughs> on the same night we stopped at one house, and uh, just to live up to the stereotype, an old man brought a plate of Werther's originals. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, which yeah they're
2: not that bad but you know it was very much an old man sweet yeah. um and then another couple of doors down a woman brought her fruit bowl to the door this oh. very old lady and it wasn't even good fruit the apples were all sort of wrinkly and squishy oh. uh, so we sort of took one apple very politely and then i think we just oh. like chucked it into the woods or something yeah. uh, a little bit oh. later on
0: oh, oh doris you gotta try harder than that yeah oh. man not what not what it used to be a hey, trick-or-treating used nah. to used to be thankful to get your, your apple and now they can't even yeah. give away bloody sweets
2: yeah
1: can't get rid of them and anyway we, we should stop talking about halloween because it's all mm. about burning uh someone who tried to kill a monarch a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes and still remembered fondly to this in the UK. Yeah. let's yeah, set yeah. off fireworks and scare the shit out of cats here we go
2: <laughs> yes <laughs>
1: Hello everybody and welcome to Poddy. It's the official viddiots uh, podcast. It's a conversational podcast where we take some questions from you at home and obey the law of the three errs, where everybody brings...
0: Uh, a thing, thing uh, along to, to, to talk, talk about. about.
1: I'm Ben. I'm Peter and i'm
0: michael hello hey guys how Hi. you doing
2: yeah doing great thanks
0: how doing are you? a big thumbs up right now that you realize you can't see but hopefully the enthusiasm oh. of the thumbs comes I through can my voice feel it i can Whoa. feel the thumbs up very <laughs>
1: exciting don't suppose you've heard anything more about shrek swamp have you mikey
0: no i have been periodically checking the airbnb <laughs> listing um I, they better open it up soon because it's getting into the wintry season. It's not a nice time mm. to be getting swampy with it. No, it's no, not. not. No, um, Shrek. I'm just going to give it a quick search again and see if there's any news. But I, I wouldn't get your hopes up.
2: Speaking of Shrek and uh, sort of memey, sort of adjacent characters to the to the podcast, did you know that another Mr. Blobby costume is available for sale at the moment? I did not. Um, oh, how much? Well, I'll I'll send you the oh. listing, not just because you want to see how much it is, but because there is a horrifying photo. I mean, to go back to Halloween, this is the real <laughs> horror coming right now. Um, but it was okay. submitted as a thing by The Impressionist at The Impressionist on Twitter. I thought, let's not go over old ground and talk about blobby sales. But um, here is the listing. And Uh-oh. can I direct you towards... Hang on, there we go. Can I direct you to the towards the photos available? And uh, the third last photo is taken from the inside of Mister Blobby's head. <laughs> oh
0: oh no. no! Are those it's, blood stains?
2: I don't know what they are. There's some mystery stains. It's just like it. It kind of oh. it's like the point of view of someone who wakes up in a nightmare or something, and they realize that they are inside the suit and have been all along or something. <laughs> It
0: kind of um, looks like a nightmare duck from the inside.
2: Yeah, it does look like some sort of duck.
1: So what I'm learning from this, having d- just done a quick Google, mm-hmm. is that Mr. Blobby's eyes are very much on the side of his head, or at least the the vision holes yeah. are on the side of Mr. Blobby's head, which does mean, I think, that he is prey. He's prey, yeah, which is probably <laughs> reassuring. gives him a larger field of vision to search for predators. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who the natural predators are of Mr. Blobby in the wild, but he is prey.
2: Noel Edmonds, I think.
0: <laughs> wow, these, really this, this, this is a well-loved Mr. Blobby suit. It's so wrinkly and crinkly. It's made for
2: a Danish spin-off of the popular British light entertainment show Noel's House Party. The costume was made by the BBC's costume supplier to be used on <laughs> Graven par Hitter Godset, but the show was cancelled after six episodes and the costume ultimately not used. Okay, well, their loss.
1: Looks well, pretty it looks used. like it's been. Yeah, you know, it yeah what really the hell? Does. There are some fantastic isolated
2: shots of Blobby in this. It's had some considerable use.
0: My favourite picture of isolated Blobby is just his torso and head yeah, with arms true. and legs ripped <laughs> off. <laughs>
1: it's so weird, isn't it? Oh, it does
0: look like some kind of crime scene. Like from like the leg pictures onwards, where it's just the the separated legs. And yeah, it's then like just the, yeah, it's like he was hit by a train, and this is what they're able to find. Oh the God. first,
1: second, and third photos look like Mister Blobby on his first day of school. And I can't, like, his mums told him to go stand outside the front of the house yeah. in his uniform. He's got his arms by his side and he's smiling. Oh, look how smart you are! Yeah, he's so smart. Look how smart he is. He's got his, got his bow big bow tie.
2: tie. Yeah, it's lovely. Do you think someone oh, someone must be wearing that for the photo?
1: yeah just, oh, i mean i'd put a mannequin that... in
2: it i think just
0: so yeah it would always be on display mm-hmm. oh, unbelievable i scroll down the page and you can you can buy um a yeah. nutty professor mask it doesn't look horrifying.
1: anything like him
2: no what the hell is hang that? hang on why is the
1: starting bid 1200 pounds um is it real Oh, I nutty guess Defense. so. Oh yeah,
2: this is yeah, this is all real stuff. This is um a, like a film memorabilia, like a prop. Uh a prop auction place. Um So that's oh. the
1: one that Eddie but it doesn't look like the screenshot they've attached at all.
2: <laughs> What's with the oh. teeth and the is that from a certain scene where Yeah, oh, there's yeah, another you still there screenshot. it says when he's yeah.
1: reverting from from fat um uh from fat the nutty professor to You know, sexy Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Because as we all know, you know, everyone wants to look like Eddie Murphy. And so Mm -hmm. that's, that was the desire. I think that was the message of the film, maybe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not?
1: We all love a Nutty Professor. That's what I got out of it. Yeah. (sighs) We do. Uh, I haven't seen the Nutty Professor in ages. It's really upsetting, actually. I don't mind looking at that one.
0: Well, yeah. if anyone, if, well, if anyone does want a Mr. Blobby costume, its estimate is between two and four grand. That'll go mm. for, which is a, a sharp decline in the Blobby costume market after oh, the initial heady highs of tens of thousands uh, yeah. just a mere year ago. Yeah.
1: It is. We should save up, to be honest. I think it's time to buy a bit of um, <laughs> uh, Memory Blobbia, perhaps. Yeah. Um, and if you want to do that, there's only one way you can do it. And that's going to podiots.com, which will redirect you to our Streamlabs donation link. If you give £3 or more there, not only will you help us save up for some Blobbera Blobbia. (laughs) That's not good. uh, But you'll also support us and get a shout-out at the beginning and the end of the podcast and join Pod Squad. Mikey's going to kick us off.
0: We begin with Finally Caught Up With The Pod. Uh, They gave us a generous donation. Thank you very much. And they say... Finally caught back up after a lengthy accidental hiatus. Glad to be listening weekly. Living in the walls again and hanging out in the Discord. Gravy bye. Gravy Gravy bye.
1: bye. Uh, Videosofficial.com forward slash Discord. If you want to go hang out. Thank you Um, so much.
0: Thank you. Thank you. We continue with Raindrop Joy. Airplane Isle, Slip and Slide. Oh. That's oh. good. Oh, wait, that means poop, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And Cowdoys Don't qu- Cry, Fred. Thank you. Uh, Thank we you. have also
2: got Stephen Skodes, I Sent Mikey Bird Seeds Nuts, mm. Lord Brotovich, Guy Farts Night, and Our Lord Boppis Christ.
1: And finally, we have Ben Potter, no relation... Mr. Macker, extra 50 peas, garlic my balls. <laughs> oh! And Brian Boppisfield, thank you so much, Pod Squad, for this week. com, £3 pounds or more to get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show. Do you guys have a favourite out of those?
2: Oh, um, I mean, Airplane Isle, Slip and Slide is horrible, <laughs> yeah, but also right. quite amusing.
0: Um, that's, a good, that's a good image.
2: Thanks to those who managed to squeeze into that pod squad because we're recording, I think, less than seven days after our, our previous recording. So um, yes. yeah, we're having to do an early one this this time. Thank yeah. you, yeah. pod squad. We love Thank. you. Thank uh, Peter, you. You. you are question boy. Mm. That's right. Um, I've got questions. They've been submitted by the listeners slash viewers at home, mm. um, and uh, we've all got one to read. Who would like to go first? Um, any, any desperate takers? Anyone really want to get in there? <clears throat> sure. Right, go I'll for do it. it. Yeah, on, I will. Go on, go
1: on. Watch me, watch me do it. Uh, this is from oppressive squid at oppressive squid on Twitter. Thank you so much. Headline <laughs> reads: uh, This is. Oh, hang on. This is from ABC Australia News. <clears throat> Tasmania's big potato topples in high wind, but family of Premier vows icon to return after makeover.
0: I'm, so, I'm really sorry. Could you read that once more? That was quite a lot of words in a yeah, short so space. Unpack, isn't there? <laughs>
1: uh, there's a really good photo that I will send you. Um, and I want you to look at it while I read this because it will really help you visualise mm-hmm. the headline. Oh go. my God! Tasmania's big potato, big potato being capitalised here in this headline mm-hmm. topples in high wind, but family of premier also capitalised vows icon to return after makeover. <laughs> Good, I'm, you with me?
2: Yes, I'm glad this has happened. Well, maybe I'm not. It's a, You're it's, glad this it's, is it's wow, it's sad bastard. news. It's a disaster. I'm glad this has hit the news because, like a glove, one of our community members did send some time ago a wikipedia article called australia's big things um (laughs) because this is a thing that australia have where they have lots of different big things in towns and it just didn't if i'd brought it along as a thing it would have just been me listing all the big things they have so now we've got something else to go with it you can give us the the meat and potatoes ben and Mm. then maybe at the end i can list a few more big things if they're not mentioned in the article
1: I'd love to. America does that a lot, as satirized in The Simpsons, which is mainly how I know about it. Yeah, Uh, Here we go. This is by Meg Powell. I'm scrolling. Lots of stuff there. A giant of Tasmanian pop culture has tumbled from its lofty position above a highway. Kenny, the Kennebec Potato, a fiberglass and cement sculpture, has been greeting vehicles on the Bass Highway from the top of a pole in the rural community of, oh my God, Sassafras, For 40 years. Wow. But after a tragic string of events, which I would really love to know what the tragic string of events are. (laughs) Not specified. Lost his wife, lost his job. After a battle with gambling addiction, the supersized spud (laughs) has fallen down. A truck... Oh, no. A truck backed into the pole about two or three weeks ago and weakened it, retired farmer and Kenny's maker, Rick Rockliffe, explained. The strong wind over the weekend finished the job off, but it was always solidly built, so it's very superficial damage. Um, oh, my God. I don't know if you are getting this from the same article, Peter, but there's a hyperlinked article here that says Australia's worst big thing. Oh, okay. Ooh, worst <laughs> big no, worst right.
2: I've got just the Wikipedia list article that has... All of their big things and they are flipping loads of them, but I don't know what the okay. worst one is.
1: I'll send you that just to do some light reading while I'm mm-hmm. finishing mm-hmm. this story up because the photo looks it looks rubbish, I must say. I oh my more. god. Oh <laughs> uh, what <laughs> Mr. Rockcliffe said it was good timing, as the family had been intending to take the sculpture down to fix it up. <laughs> We've taken it back home to restore it, he said. The big spud might be the country's second-largest potato. What? Why? It's <laughs> not even number
0: one, Jesus?
1: But it's possibly the favourite after the giant potato at Robertson in New South Wales was voted the worst big thing. Spoiler. Okay, there we go. That's the wow. thing. The, the,
2: the biggest, the the worst big thing is an even bigger potato that is not in any way anthropomorphised. It's just a giant, it's just a oval.
1: massive spud thing that's yeah. laying on its side. Okay, there's um, there's Kenny on his pole. <laughs> He's That's pretty bad actually. Looks he's like, kind of haunting.
0: It looks like Humpty Dumpty. It oh, does like, look like
1: Humpty Dumpty, yeah.
0: Humpty Dumpty if he was like a boiled chicken, not boiled chicken, a rotisserie chicken. Good god, that thing is horrifying. It genuinely it looks like a nursery one. tale. What is that? It's bad. I don't know. What is his point? I
2: don't know. He does this look like a, is... <laughs> He's like a sentient doner kebab, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> This
1: story is surprisingly lengthy, given that we know everything about it from the headline. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kenny's a model veggie, reads the subtitle of the next part. Mm. A farmer from the heart of Tasmania's vegetable, Tasmania, vegetable region. Mr. Rockliffe said Kenny had started as an advertising gimmick in the early 1980s. How long has he been up there? Oh my god. The family had a small business at the time selling potatoes from the side of the road off the back of a covered wagon like the Wild West it says in quotes. <laughs> we decided then that we'd build a proper little setup there and the big spud was part of the advertising campaign he said. It's an exact replica of a Kennebec potato with arms and legs hat and all <laughs> and, and a hat and eyes. Uh, uh. Mr. Rockliffe said he had chosen a good one from his farm, cut it into sections and then built a scale model in his workshop out of wire mesh, cement and fibreglass with the help of a couple of mates. He confirmed <laughs> long-standing rumours that Tasmanian Premier Jer- Jeremy Rockliffe, Mr. Rockliffe's son, had a hand in the early stages of making the spud. OK, so Premier, mm. they're talking about a political. Person.
2: Right. Yeah, we don't really say that, but I think in Australia and America, the Premier is like, yeah, it's just the local... A uh, political leader, I think, in a mm. kind of a, a yeah, a local uh, uh, scale, yeah. Potato icon. Mm. Uh,
1: Premier Jeremy Rockliffe. It's done pretty well considering the weather conditions it's experienced over that long period of time, Mr. Rockliffe added. Jeremy Rockliffe acknowledged the family mishap in a Facebook post. Those winds must have been stronger than we thought at Sassafras over the weekend, he said. Extreme winds and trucks are not the only trials Kenny has faced since his creation, though. When he was brand new, he was very sparkly, Mr. Rockcliffe recalled with a chuckle. But he's withstood the weather for the last 40 years and. (laughs) Oh my god. And shotgun blasts and bullet holes and all sorts of things. What? What? He did not confirm who had shot Kenny.
2: (laughs) Oh my god! Rival towns or something. (laughs) Maybe I
1: was not expecting that. They'd be doing dry That'd fries go. in the car.
2: Yeah. Oh, dry uh, fries. It's... Oh, Mikey. Uh, uh, this,
1: uh, this article keeps going and it sort of veers into satire because they've included memes. Um, I'm going to send you one of the memes now. <laughs> uh, let me know what you think of that.
0: I think I uh, oh,
2: I've... good grief.
0: God. Yeah. Yeah, what was, what's what's sorry, what it's um what point one of the world's greatest disasters? Yeah, that's Yeah,
1: that's a that's a to for context without describing it in graphic detail, that's a nine-eleven meme about Kenny the potato falling in this ABC News article that yeah. they embedded. Uh miraculously, this article continues. Oh, no. Uh it's not the end of the road for Kenny, who is currently being given a makeover. However, Mr. Rockliffe flagged potential difficulties in returning him to his position. The biggest problem today will be bureaucracy, he said. When we put it up, we just put it up. But these days, you've got to go through planning processes and all sorts of things. We might need some public support for that. A council spokesperson said approval would not be required for an existing structure unless significant changes were made. Tasmania's social media pages have been awash with memes, making light of Kenny's predicament. Bad meme. There's also him bursting through the Berlin Wall. Oh, God. There's a series of him as Stonehenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is the thankfully that's the end of the article and there are no comments underneath.
2: Ah, oh, can I interest wow. you in some photos of other big things? Yes, from different towns. Um, I can't believe I'm sure Kenny was big shot. Things. This is the Warning. big prawn from Bellina, which is Ooh, an eyesore that's It's a, um, a
1: good prawn. there. Uh, I quite got, like it. That's good.
2: Yeah, yeah, we've got a big sheep from Karunda. Uh, that is a thick it's sheep, an absolute yeah. unit, isn't it? Mm, um yeah. Then there is uh the big bee from King's Coat. I can't wait to see this guy. Look at <sighs> this. It's a big image as well. It's taken a while to <laughs> upload. Still, web, still <laughs> looking at the big sheep at the moment.
0: Yeah. Uh, wow. Oh Wow no
1: that no. guy is not well. But my favourite
2: like uh in Humpty Doo, which appears to be an actual place. Australia the, is just the
1: greatest country, isn't it? The big oh, crocodile. <laughs> it's Woo! got boxing gloves.
2: Look at its eyes. You can barely see them, but uh, it's sort of rolling uh, them back in its head.
0: My wow. God. Um, Absolutely so, amazing. The bee's yeah. my favourite because it just, it looks utterly horrifying. That's that's supposed to be welcoming in children to the island beehive where they can come for honey tasting, tastings and snacks and ice cream. Yeah. yeah. No, no, thank you. It looks you.
1: like uh, two... Uh, what's it called? To Bugs Life, yeah. what the ants are to the movie Ants. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Where in Bugs Life or Air Bugs Life, they were uh, they were kind of cutesy and nice and Pixarized, and then in Ants with a Z, oh. they were kind of harsh and angular and scary.
2: Looking. Yeah, what was yeah. up with that? It
1: just looks so chiseled and horrible, like legitimately really, disgusted got, me. What's that chin? He's got a goatee as well. I don't yeah, get it. Yeah, it's far <laughs> too angular.
2: It is a lot like the ants. Ants actually. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ants, yeah, ants.
1: He's got he's got he's got human hands as well. <laughs> uh, springy hands
2: t- are on springs. <laughs> desperately trying to add all of these images to the thread now. <laughs> uh, or at least the bee and the crocodile anyway. Valiant
1: um, work. Although well, 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 speak- that's that's my user submitted thing.
0: Speaking of big things, I, I have I, I talked about Gary the gorilla many, many months ago now when he was stalling outside of a garden centre oh, yeah. in Scotland. Uh, sadly, there's still no sign of Gary. Oh so I think no, at, Gary! At this point, they've genuinely made off with an eight-foot gorilla, and he's just living in someone's garden now. <laughs> maybe they've shipped him one. overseas, and he's out—he's out, he's being trafficked through our world countries now. But, but yeah, they really think he's a real gorilla. <laughs> Doesn't <laughs> like his know. bananas, does he? Oh, what's wrong with him? <laughs> uh, he's, yeah, he's gone, and yeah, I don't think the garden centre are putting up much of a fight anymore. They're not even like carrying on the jokes and the condolences really and the rest sad. in pieces. They've moved it on. It was a
2: it was a real roller coaster that story, wasn't it? Because do you remember, like a couple of days later, someone posted a photo of a very <laughs> yeah. very similar looking gorilla statue just being towed on the motorway? Yeah, and they were like, yeah. Is this him? And then there was like official confirmation that that is not Gary.
1: That's not Gary. Mm. <sighs> Yeah. hashtag not my Gary Not
2: my Gary. Um, for those who want to know more about big things if you've seen some of the ones in the thread um, there are honestly dozens and dozens of them if you search Australia's big things on Wikipedia you will not believe how many there are most of them are just a bit boring they're like just a giant wine bottle or a fish <laughs> or something but uh, that's
1: fantastic I would drive yeah. to that mm-hmm. okay. get a photo with that send it to my grandma she'd be like what's that but i'd I'd love it i'd have a great time
2: yeah sounds good uh well mikey would you perhaps like wait i'm
0: sorry i just googled big things yeah all right so the big potato that was pictured in your first um link ben that was named Mm. the worst big thing there's another alternative version of this big potato with a face oh that's so much worse
2: (laughs) oh my god
0: why did they do that? <laughs> Why
1: was that I don't know not how I, feel, I don't even know how to describe that.
0: <laughs> it's like it, a Mr. Potato Head, but big and... Cl- it is, that's what it is. Yeah, that's what they're
2: going for, Mr. Potato Head. That's absolutely
1: was it, horrifying. Good uh, God. Was it Greetings from Robertson, the home of the big potato. These guys have <laughs> got to agree on who is the home of the big potato.
2: Well, uh, interestingly, uh, the one... what's his, I've already forgotten his name. What's the one that you've just been talking about? Kenny. Kenny. Uh, is listed as the big spud on wikipedia not the big potato so maybe that's the difference big spud Um, damn wow that's great uh mikey would you like to do your
0: self-brought thing i would be enamored to do so uh have you boys ever farted in front of your partners (laughs) yes Uh, yes uh were you ever was that was the first time you did that ever celebrated uh, um, maybe ironically, to
1: sort of test test the waters, mm, mm, yeah, so to speak
2: I'm aware that it can be treated as a milestone for some people Like, whoa, we've crossed a barrier here, this is great news
0: Well, for this particular Australian couple, we're staying in the Australia theme uh, This was apparently an event worthy of celebration And then that celebration was worthy of your favourite online rags to then make a story about So, great. I'm going to read the headline here Whoopee! Girlfriend finally farts in front of her boyfriend after being together for three years. In all caps. Wow. This is he... an
1: onion article. I'm calling it. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: sadly, this is real life, baby. And uh, he buys her a cake to celebrate. <laughs> get ready if he for like some. Like her cake,
1: then he's missed a trick. Uh,
0: get ready for some truly. Bottom draw journalism. Oh, boy. (laughs)
2: Very good. It is beans
0: time. It is beans time. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan McGurleen, 24, bought girlfriend Kaylee Warren, 21, a cake after she farted. Uh, This is the three bullet points at the beginning of the article. This is giving you the the headline facts before we get into the nitty gritty. Uh, Gold Coast couple made pact that when Mrs. Warren farted, they would celebrate. And one night... Mrs. Warren let it rip in front of her boyfriend and was gifted a cake. <laughs> Great. Wow. Three years uh, what to kind me of seems
2: like quite a long time to not fart in front of a partner. quite in, in fact, quite a impressive. very long time.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, yeah. I think that's quite, I don't know if maybe she's been hiding them, but I mean, maybe we'll find out in the article. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, a girlfriend was left red faced after her partner surprised her with a decorated cake wait for it to smelly her first oh, fart in front of him <laughs> i read that i was i was really on the fence about bringing this article in and then i saw the word smelly braid i was like yeah you know what that's, that's it that's it's it. done <laughs> got it uh smelly braid her first fart in front of him after three years ryan purchased the cheesecake to say congratulations to his girlfriend kylie after she let rip with an embarrassing fart while in bed next to him last week good god <laughs> that's this a dangerous place
2: to do it the first fart
0: mm. 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 <laughs> the sheets the sheets they compound and oh, increase no. the smell yeah. that's a hell of a way to be introduced mm-hmm. the gold coast couple made a pact a month into their three-year relationship that if mrs warren ever farted in front of mr McCurlin, he would buy her a sweet treat but Miss Warren never expected the hand-iced $40 cake her boyfriend delivered her after she accidentally trumped in the night. Oh, so it was a sleep fart as well. Oh, so she oh. has been trying to
2: hide it, I think, by the sound. Wow. Point.
0: Everyone finally slips out in the dead of night when she can't control it. Wow. This has got to be sort of humiliating for it to go viral.
2: Like well, this, this is the thing. It? She's clearly... Very, very embarrassed, like, or shy about it, given that even her partner of three years, you know, she didn't want them knowing that she farts or she didn't want them to to hear it. Uh, But now the entire world is talking about her one bed fart. It's very (laughs) strange.
0: And, like, to make sure you really know who's done the farting, the uh, article has five pictures of the couple throughout. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) no. She's stolen those sheets, haven't
2: they? She she knows what's happening here. Oh, yeah,
0: she's getting her five minutes of fame. Oh, and send the photographer around for a bit, get some photos with them, you know the drill. Uh, Oh, oh, and I'm going to send over the picture of the cake now, and I'll read uh, what the icing says. Took you three years. Congratulations for finally farting the icing red on the celebratory cake. That Asda in Bristol has printed
1: more embarrassing things for us, I think, (laughs) than that. And come out and said,
2: is this right? Is this (laughs) this (laughs) right? Is this what you wanted? Yeah, that's it. Baby monkey John
1: Deere. Yes, uh, that the
2: is. the scanned is in photo over. of my actual phone in the scanner
0: device. <laughs> the I think it's a rude on one. <laughs> oh for God! Sake. Mr. McErlian shared the hilarious story online, which saw the post going viral on Facebook. Of course, there's always, there's always uh, these posts go viral on Facebook, but we never have the proof. They never put any the Facebook. Pulls in here. I bet yeah, it got like no. oh wait no, racking up thousands of likes and shares. Wow, mm-hmm. isn't the internet great? But Kaylee is more polite when it comes to that sort of uh, wait. Sorry, oh I skipped a line there, and there's going to be very important detail I've missed. With me, it was like, wait, what? What does that mean? With me. Oh, right. For, for the him talking. to fart in a relationship, he said with me, it was like three hours or maybe a matter of days. Three we hours? We got in there quick. No,
1: that <laughs> a bit soon, mate. Yeah,
2: however, at not least... wait to fart in front of <laughs> oh, you This is funny, don't you, darling? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: uh, but Kaylee is more polite when it comes to that sort of thing. So maybe a month or two into our relationship when I hadn't... Uh, so maybe a month or two into our relationship when I hadn't heard one yet, I said it to assure it was an all right thing to do. It was to break the ice. Three years of extreme reluctance and denial later, she finally slipped up. Oof, that's a... She finally got it. <laughs> oh dear. I spent $40 on the cake and Kaylee started laughing when she saw it. She thought it was incredible. It's something everything can relate to as a couple. It's something everything can relate to as a couple. <laughs> everything. <laughs>
1: everything. A $40 cake is £21.
0: That's wow. not that impressive, I don't think. But I'm glad <laughs> she's happy. You think you should have
1: spent more to, him, to humiliate <laughs> his
0: partner. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to go, go sending it to the Daily Mail, then yeah, why not? If you're yeah, going to have your face plastered.
2: And a message to the tabloids. I mean. <laughs> yeah.
0: Come on. Uh Da, da, da. Right, God, there's a, there's, oh God, there's a lot more article to go, so I'm going to try and skim through it because I think it is the same old story, of regurgitating mm-hmm. the same information. Yes. Um, in his viral post, Mister McElean said when he heard his girlfriend fart at 2am, he was filled with pure surprise and joy as it as it was so loud it woke her up before she <laughs> attempted to blame the pet dog. Good. <laughs> Uh, We don't need to hear about how Mr. McEarland's the lead singer of a band. That's fine. He's more Ah. known for his fart escapades now. Uh, (laughs) Yes. We don't need to hear how they met either. I'm sorry, guys, but I'm just here for the farts. (laughs) Uh, The couple who lived together ate the cake, which read, yep, we know what it read, took you three years. Congratulations for finally farting. With friends on Tuesday last week. So they made an occasion of it, which I think is quite sweet. (laughs) Johnny, eat some some who cut the cheesecake. Cheesecake, yeah, yeah. indeed. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: that was my thought.
0: When I bought it, the the, the cake. Uh, when I bought the cake, the guy in the shop was surprisingly chilled about it and said he'd had weirder requests. I bet he had. <laughs>
1: <laughs> tiny <laughs> monkey John
0: dear, yeah. tiny monkey John Deere. Uh, I think the the sparrow Vore was really when we nearly got banned from that. That was the, <laughs> that was the bad one. That yeah. was the first one we took in there. Oh man, oh start bold,
2: started strong. Yeah.
0: People were bragging about how quickly they farted in front of people. It's good to get your mind off the situation we're in, I guess. If a fart cake does that, then I've done my job. <laughs> well, you all know,
1: right. we've all technically been in a relationship with each other for like six years. And I think Mikey's the only one who's farted in front of any of us. So yeah, far. I think that's really.
0: True. Yeah, what the hell, guys? Come on, get it together. <laughs> yeah. You farted I'm in front of
1: gonna...
2: the entire audience on
0: microphone. Did.
1: The world. Oh. And were featured in fart porn forums yeah
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah. i think i've maybe gone too far into the fart end of the end of things but (laughs) i think six years now you guys owe me one at least so your cheesecake's be on the way the second it happens all right i do like cheesecake Mm -hmm. peter can't have
1: cheesecake though No. no
0: Can you have the biscuity base of a cheesecake? I can just scrape off the cheese for you. Well, I just could give, potentially well, well, that's if, crap. Just give him a packet of digestives at that point. If yeah.
1: I ate
2: the uh, if I ate the whole cheesecake, I could then produce far more farts. So you mm. know, everyone be a winner there, and then you'd have to get me more cake, and it would—I <laughs> would be dead within hours.
1: <laughs> oh. It really oh, is a sharing experience, isn't it? Because after all, it's not me thing; it's our thing.
0: Ah, oh, oh. that's true. Uh, that that's that's where the article rounds up. But I am going to read one comment from the comments because they're always a treat. Uh, this one comes from the wife twenty nineteen, and they say took me two years. I was pregnant and horrendous morning sickness just pushed one out. Not stopped since. Nice one. Cheers. <laughs> Good. Good oh, for God. you. Live your truth. Live your truth. <laughs> yeah. Good God. And that is my thing. Good Lord. Isn't that... That's great. (laughs) I want cheesecake now, actually.
2: God. I'm a bit disappointed that none of the listeners submitted that, to be honest. That's peak (laughs) audience, that story. (laughs) Get better.
0: (laughs) Farting and kicking. Thank you. Thank you, boys.
2: Thank you very much. Um, So I have got my story now submitted by the audience. This was sent by Glenn Donnelly at Funky Cobra with a zero. On
1: so cool. Love that guy.
2: This is according to Sky News, um, written by. It doesn't say. Maybe at the bottom. Do we care? Rupert no, Murdoch. I can't even. Yeah, ri- written by Rupert. I can't even cite <laughs> the writer of this because they don't do it on Sky News, apparently. But anyway. Beer Belly Wrestling and Mud Jewel to feature in the first Florida Man Games. Oh, Ooh.
0: brilliant.
2: Uh, the games How many offer... people
1: are going to die?
2: Well, we'll see, yeah. The games will offer an opportunity to live like a Florida man for a day and was inspired by headlines detailing the outlandish outlandish behaviour of individuals in the state. We have covered Florida man in a fairly early episode of this podcast. Basically, it's almost a game where if you type in Florida man and like your date of birth or your first name or almost anything... Um, You can come up with a unique story about something that a Florida man has done. Normally, something he's been arrested for. Um, And so everyone finds their own Florida man man story and compares it. Um, Right, so here we go. An evading arrest obstacle course where real police officers chase participants is the headline event at a bizarre competition in Florida that will poke fun at its own citizens. The Florida Man phenomenon has been an internet mainstay for around a decade, largely thanks to a Twitter account that posts real headlines detailing the outlandish behaviour of individuals in the state. Florida Man desperate for rides to Hooters calls 911. Florida Man arrested for trying to get an alligator drunk. And Florida Man tries to steal rack of ribs by stashing it in his pants are just a few favourites. Wow. So busy are the outlandish Florida men that there's even a Florida man birthday challenge. I've already talked about this. Where you Google the trend and your your birthday to find out what a wacky Floridian was up to on your special day. (laughs) Disclaimer, in italics. Your search results may not be as tame as the ones we have included above. (laughs) A few Floridians have embraced the stereotypes that come with these strange headlines by creating the Florida man games described as the most insane athletic showdown on earth by its organizers the games scheduled for 24th of february 2024 Ah, oh, come on is this mm-hmm. when was what this are written? they oh no it was the 26th of october this was i, I thought this might be an old story but no we're okay. fine uh The game scheduled for the 24th of February 2024 will involve the Evading Arrest Obstacle Course, in which contestants jump over fences and through yards while being chased by real police officers. What?
1: Are the police officers taking part, or are they just committing crimes beforehand? Just before, (laughs) yeah. Everyone stands
2: at the start line, punches someone else, and then runs. (laughs) Uh, uh, Hang on, where was I? There will also be the Category 5 cash grab, where participants try to grasp as much money in a wind-blowing booth. I guess it's like the end of the Crystal Maze. (laughs) Um, And uh, also the weaponised pool noodle mud jewel and beer belly wrestling. Um, There's then just an eye stock photo of a man doing a bouncy castle obstacle course, um, but given that the events what? haven't taken place yet, it's nothing to do with the actual... <laughs> no, wow. he's wearing
1: protective gear. He's That definitely wouldn't happen in the real thing. What was the beer belly thing, sorry?
2: Just just beer belly wrestling. That's just what it's called.
1: Beer belly... Re- so just fat guys.
2: Yeah, I guess so. Cool. Sounds sick. I'm in. Um, we thought, how can we really play on these Florida Man headlines that we hear so much about? The event's creator, Pete Melfi, told the Orlando Sentinel... Whoa, the Orlando Sentinel. Bloody
1: Uh, hell, this is a real story.
2: (laughs) Someone gave me the idea to make it into an athletic competition, he said. It's going to be a wild day of mud games and Florida-style obstacle courses. It's going to to really be an opportunity to live that Florida man life for a day. Two former stars of the hit 1990s television show, American Gladiators, have agreed to serve as referees during the insane all-day-long event. Jet. (laughs) The event is open to all residents of Florida, with teams entering together and competing for what organisers have referred to as the Gatorhead Trophy. They have specifically stated that being athletic is not required at all to enter. General admission tickets to the event are $45. That's £37. Oh, that's a lot. And then the article just ends there. (laughs) Damn. Wow. Wow. I would, uh, do... I
1: would be tempted to go and witness that, to be fair. Yeah, it does sound oh, yeah. pretty
2: chaotic, and I'm sure the the beer will be flowing.
1: Oh, yes. We should do a follow-up. When is it happening?
2: Uh, not until February 2024. Oh, man. Okay, yeah.
1: So many people are going to die at this event. Yeah, they, they probably to. are. We need to follow up. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. There's also, on the read more, at the bottom of the article, I think just because it probably does it, uh, it's an automated thing based on keywords. There's some Florida Man stories uh, hyperlinked. So, Florida Man <laughs> resurfaces after a r- record 100 days living underwater. And- wow! What? Yeah, that's what? How wrinkly Atlanta do
1: you want to be? <laughs> yeah, I need some context for that. Surely he wasn't holding his breath. <laughs> no, <laughs>
2: I don't think so. I think he probably had tubes and stuff <laughs> to send tubes. food down. Um, I wonder Ugh. how pruney he was. He will have been so wrinkly. Yeah. And Florida man arrested.
1: Show some respect. Yeah,
2: Florida man arrested after cashier tricks him into taking a seat during robbery. (laughs) Wow, (laughs) that's great. Um, Oh my
0: god, incredible!
2: So sit here, pretend
0: to be a mannequin. No one will spot you. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) it works.
2: Yeah. Oh, it says you can listen to this article audio created using AI assistance. Is it a robot reading it? I'm not a fan of AI
1: voiceover, I oh, must it's say. it's not good. It's not
2: good. No, Let me link you to they're it. they're
1: mostly not good. <laughs> they're
2: mostly not good. I mean, it's not terrible, exactly. but it's it's definitely a robot. Just at the very top.
0: Newspapers, right. hire right. Ben Potter to read your articles. It'll be better than this. Yeah. Alex.
1: Oh, yeah, that's just Microsoft, Sam. That's a crap one. But I've yeah. heard a lot of people use it on, like, uh, Facebook Reels and Instagram, uh-huh. whatever the fucks, uh-huh. and TikToks and stuff, and, like... It sounds kind of convincing until you hear a few of them. And you're like, oh, you've got exactly the same guy. Go- oh, okay, it's a robot. Man, yeah.
2: you've got to do that. And that's
1: uh, that's sad. It's the death of creativity and uh, skills and arts. And uh, we shouldn't encourage it.
2: I've seen it on um, like YouTube list videos and fact videos and stuff. And you don't necessarily realize straight away. And then there's just yeah. like weird inflections or words that if this person was... Human, they would be able to read that properly, and the only yeah. reason anyone would get that wrong is because they're a robot. And you're like, oh, okay. no
1: glottal stops, they string yeah. together words weirdly, or they go eh, in the middle of yeah. like words where there's meant to be two different syllables, and they can't quite get the hang. I hate it. Don't there's- do it.
0: There's a there's I've noticed like a weird recent trend in completely AI run YouTube channels where it's like an AI voiceover with an AI script with an AI video presenter yeah. edited by AI where it's just what's hot on the internet right now funnel mm. that into a machine and spit out a video and my favorite recent encounter is with a podcast um which was an AI presenter reading our AI present AI made um one-liner jokes and that was the entire podcast
1: oh God. just no. as
0: robots saying robot jokes um and it the 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 advert, I heard it a couple of times. I was like, that doesn't sound right. What's up with that? And I searched it. I was like, yep, he's not a real man. <laughs> it's all bullshit. Oh, God. God. In yeah. isolation, like... I- as
1: a thing on its own, that's interesting. And obviously, Peter and I have talked about this a lot as far as uh, video games go as well in our in our day jobs. And, uh, you know, it's super impressive, like, how far the technology has come. But there simply has to be a better application for this technology mm-hmm. beyond costing people work, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's the shits. Oh, boy. Yay. Yeah.
2: Well, there you go. Um, ben, it's your turn again to tell us what you have discovered this week or what has happened or something. Depends what you what you brought along. Oh.
1: Yes, I'm going to talk to you about sex coins. Would you like to learn about Ooh, sex coins? Yes. My favourite, yes. Get your peepers on these sex oh coins. Oh, my God. Look these are those. Roman sex coins. Oh. I'm going to... Now, I don't uh, speak Latin. But Peter, you live with someone who is well versed with Latin.
2: Uh, yeah, a, how would, a classics graduate.
1: A classics graduate. How would you pronounce that word?
2: Oh, spin, spin, try. I think that might be spin a, a tri- plural of spin of a different word. I think yeah, spin tri-a, possibly.
1: Let's go for spin try because that word's going to come up a lot. Uh, this is an article from AncientOrigins.net by Riley Winters that I've sort of truncated a little bit. Uh, Spintriae, the Roman sex coins that showed what was on the menu. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Fun. Potentially. Maybe. We don't know. Let's find out. (laughs) There is a curiosity that belongs to ancient Roman history which historians are yet to solve. There exists a collection of Roman brass coins or tokens that depict sexual acts on one side and a numeral on the other. They were not part of the normal moneyed econ- economy, sorry, and they were used for just a short time in the first century. These so-called Roman sex coins may have been used to obtain entry to brothels, pay prostitutes, or even function much like a modern-day menu, where, cust- uh, where customers who did not speak Latin could hand over the token depicting the act they desired, but the truth is, no one really knows.
2: It's like when you go to a theme park that's like, <laughs> it's like a Victorian town or something, and you have to buy yeah. some shillings on the door. <laughs> it is,
1: but if you you know you want a particular sexy type. Mm. potentially... Again, we don't know. Today, there is a strong negative stigma surrounding the occupation of prostitution. Just to clarify, we're all sex positive and sex work is real work. Uh In ancient Rome, while everyone certainly had their own views of the practice, it was far more socially acceptable. In fact, brothels were somewhat of a staple in vacation cities like Pompeii and Herculaneum. And then it says in brackets, which is helpful for archaeologists as both of these sites remain frozen in time. What? Right. what? They, all, they me. all died. They all died. They all got. They all got a uh, flipping volcano, didn't oh, they? Gosh. I don't actually know what happened at Holkemania. Holcomania <laughs> <Hulkamania. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> brother. <laughs> uh, these staples eventually grew to encourage their own form of coinage called. Sp- was it Spintrier?
2: Spintriae spin spin tri- or Spintriae, yeah. Spintriae.
1: Spintriae. Tri- uh, in the medieval period, though the name is misleading in ancient records. The prevalence of prostitution in Roman culture is highlighted through the wide circulation of these coins and the plethora of imagery in the aforementioned vacation sites in southern Italy. Before Roman bottle tokens. W-
2: before we get too far away from it, I just want to <laughs> go back to which is helpful because these places are frozen in time. They didn't clarify that they meant... I mean, yeah, it's because of volcanoes, but, like, it just sort of implies that the Doctor has been there with his TARDIS and, like, locked them away or something.
1: Uh, Roman brothel tokens were rather obvious to the everyday money handler. The token had various sexual acts depicted on both the front and rear of the coins, usually the participants on the coin in the act of intercourse. Some depicted phalluses instead, full-formed and often with wings attached, Mm -hmm. likely indicating the virility of the man using the coin. While male prostitutes and female participants were not uncommon, it was far more common, as far as literature can tell, that wealthy males sought the company of a... Meritrix or Legal Female prostitute. However, if you want to pronounce it meatrix and imagine like uh, <laughs> Meerkat in Dominatrix gear, you
2: can do that as well. Excellent. Good. That's fine. Well, I mean, on that image that you've sent, that's like the full kind of a big array of multiple coins. Yes. The one on the bottom right appears to just be two dogs having sex. Could you just it bring does, your dog oh along for a bit of a service as well? Maybe.
1: Maybe. Who's to say? Yeah. We just don't know, Peter. No, we don't. Could have been a dog brothel. Yeah. Dogging. Maybe. I don't know. Oh,
0: I do like the, Go, the oh, wings, though. Yes. They're my favourite. Oh, yes. Oh, Dogging bay. <laughs> Dogging bay. Yeah, the,
2: the penis with wings. I like the idea that you could turn up and say, yes, I'll have one of these, please.
0: Yes. I'll have a this penis, is, I want it.
1: <laughs> Make my penis sore. Thank you. Uh, It is also notable that the tokens predominantly depicted male-female relations rather than relations of the same sex, likely indicating that homosexuality, at least outward homosexuality, had become far less acceptable by the time of the Romans than it was for their predecessors in ancient Greece. Mm. One of the most prominent theories about the creation and purpose of the coins was to advertise the prices of sexual acts. Further, in passing a coin between two people, i.e. the buyer and the seller, one could maintain a level of privacy. This would have been particularly important to those of high status who did not want their late-night dalliances known.
0: It is believed by some scholars that... Sorry, Mikey. As I say, imagine going to the shop to buy a tin of beans and you open your purse and accidentally (laughs) fall out all your sex coins.
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's like Ooh. topping up the lecky isn't it maybe you go there and you buy you buy big Twix for the trick or treaters and I want uh four dick wing coins please. yeah you have to go
2: to the kiosk for that you can't get that at self checkout
1: yeah it's a special Tesco booth <laughs> job that yeah uh, <laughs> It is believed by some scholars that the sex act depicted on each coin corresponds to the price listed on the opposite face, which has also been considered clever as it is a system that would also have helped dissolve language barriers. Mm. If this theory is true, then then one must consider that the coins themselves were not forms of payment, rather they were more akin to calling cards or order slips. As one would say, I would like a number four at McDonald's and the food at the window. An ancient Roman would pass the token with dicks with wings on, maybe, and then subsequently pay for their service before or after it occurred.
2: Imagine the chaos that could ensue if a time traveller who frequents McDonald's uh, went back to Roman times and asked for a number four.
1: Number four could be dangerous. You could be. get the dog one. Yeah. <laughs> A more recent find of a Roman brothel token in London called the Putney token for the bridge it was found near was examined in 2012. As it is known the Romans had forts, camps, etc in ancient Britain, the theory that these coins were used to get around language barriers is furthered. Britain's Romanization was slow, thus so was the spread of the Roman language, however an image of sexual intercourse is universally understood. Mm-hmm. It is possible that these tokens were at some point used as a form of payment. Despite circulating only in brothels and between buyers and sellers, there is an indication that it would have been in the participant's best interest if the coins were worth something. According to Jeffrey Fishburne from the Social Sciences Department of the University uh, University, sorry, of NSW, in his article, "Is that a Spintria in your pocket, or are you just pleased to see me?" <laughs> Very Ooh, good. It- it would be extraordinary if this were the case, because then we have ed- evidence of a distinct sub-economy within the larger Roman economy, one with its own distinctive market for sex and spintriae as a particular type of coin destined for special uses. No other market, so far as I am aware, was so privileged. <laughs> However, at the end of the day, there is still no certainty around how these Roman sex tokens were used. They could have been nothing more than game pieces, tokens for seals at the theatre, or seats, sorry, at the theatre, or even coins used at the communal baths. At the very least, they show that the Romans were not conservative when it came to their sexual appetites. Mm.
2: I like the the image that you've sent of just the singular coin, uh, which appears to show sort of two people on a table or a bed um involved in perhaps something a little bit bdsm but it looks like under the table there's a very small person just oh, kind yeah, of s- oh, sitting yeah. there while two weird. people go at it on the table above them there's a little peeping oh, little oh. tom
0: sitting down there i, I pretty, don't know what to make of that very I weird did. While you were talking, I did search on eBay "sexy Roman coins" to see how much they were going for, but sadly <laughs> I came up short. I couldn't find oh, any. Oh, no one selling their sexy tokens. Oh, I'll keep. Oh, i keep my eyes peeled. Oh, yeah, actually, no one for four pound. Look at oh, that. I get it? That's a bargain. If they you send take it, it to you. your local McDonald's, maybe. <laughs> by if they... being sold by grizzly gus 18 oh right. grizzly <laughs> gus no
2: like grizzly gus <laughs> if you buy it off grizzly gus and he sends it to you does that mean you also have to provide the sexual service given that he's giving you a coin with that image on it
0: you want grizzly gus for the coin i'm willing to do whatever you want mm. no yeah, there's
1: no verification that this is actually
0: real i yeah. doubt it is i doubt it is but i'm gonna i'm gonna buy it oh, yeah nice nice there you go. Well, you, you you can have that sat around your house for. Oh my god! Don't go on his profile. It gets so much worse. <laughs> you he's really? got anime girl sexy coins. Oh no! <laughs> oh, <man>. oh no! So <laughs> he's got an old English coin with just the words "suck my cock" emblazoned and, <laughs> <laughs> and into it. What is this <laughs> specialism No. What is what is this eBay account you've got?
2: He has got 100% positive feedback though. Oh my god. I didn't ex- When you said he's got sexy anime girls, I did not expect this kind of sexy anime girl. I can't image.
1: believe Grizzly Gus would run a store like that.
0: <laughs> oh, Grizzly Gus, come on. Have you I seen found this? another one, one, you one must that's slightly have more. Hang
1: on. Sorry?
2: Have you seen this? <laughs> oh my <laughs> word. God, that's god. very explicit. That's anime girl crutch. That.
1: That's bad, that one. It seems most of the ones on eBay are. Re- reproductions, obviously, of casts of actual coins. Yeah, I'm not as allured anymore. I've got oh, to say, no, there's a George fair. the
2: fifth, King George the Fifth penny that says "Clit Fun" on it. Oh, and on the oh. other side, it says "Bomb Fun." So take oh. your pick. <laughs> That's nice. Very strange. One of this Uh,
1: person's uh, feedback says, he's selling all fake items and coin, space, 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 apostrophe S, do not buy, he's scammer for sure.
2: Oh, oh no, no. he's scammer for sure. I can't buy one of these coins No. 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 Damn
0: it. But if you do ever want any fake sexy coins, then Grizzly Gus twenty, uh, Grizzly Gus eighteen want... is your man. I don't want Grizzly
1: Gus to know where I live. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true. He's going to send you <laughs> weird um, monthly news newsletters through the door and letting you know what's going on in the sexy definitely coin world. Yeah.
1: yeah, definitely is. Yeah. Oh
2: dear.
0: Wonderful, wonderful, Ben. Well, <laughs> one day you'll find your true Roman coin, but let's not trust Gus. No. <laughs>
2: um. Well, that was fantastic. Thank you, Ben. You're welcome. Uh, is it your turn now, Mikey?
0: I believe it is. It uh, is. F- for a listener-submitted thing, uh, this one's from Pasty at GroovyPasty on Twitter. And this is the return of an old uh, character from one of my, one of my things. Uh, the headline reads, Man found guilty of being a gimp. Bum, oh. bum, bum.
2: Oh. We have an update.
0: The Somerset Gimp has been caught officially just uh, on Hallow- well, Halloween Friday, 27th of October. at The height of mischief is found guilty of being a Gimp, which is a hell of a, a hell of a crime to be accused guilty of. Guilty
2: <laughs> of being a
0: Gimp. <laughs> There's a weird bylaw there that they managed to nab him on there. Hmm. A man who brought terror to a village in Somerset has been filthy by, uh, has been, <laughs> been found filthy guilty by magistrates today Joshua Hunt 32 dressed up as a gimp and prowled through the streets of Bleedon, causing panic He denied two counts of causing intentional harassment alarm or distress but was found guilty this afternoon Lucy Lodge one of his victims said he was writhing and crawling as if in a military fashion which is a uh, quite quite the sight Ugh. Ugh. I could see the person was wearing very tight dark clothing and had a mask on their face. The mask was dark and very tight and two white crosses were where the eyeballs should be. Oh god that is actually Oh oh, oh yeah it is, it is spook central. This is not a nice thing to see. Uh, oh, there's a picture of the god. mask. Oh god.
1: Oh goodness me.
0: He was dressed all in black with a shiny black face mask on um, and they were face down in a military fashion and writhing and crawling on their belly. Oh dear. When Hunt was arrested, minutes after the second incident, he told police, I am not a gimp. I do not own a gimp suit. I am not in a gimp suit. (laughs) was he not?
2: If it was minutes after the incident, this is why... So I skim-read the article. I wasn't sure whether to bring this back, uh, given that we've already covered it. But I saw that one quote, and I thought, what does that mean? He was arrested minutes after being caught, like, creeping on someone in a gimp suit, and he's saying... (sighs) I am not wearing a gimp suit.
0: Well, I mean, he explains as to what he was doing was not gimping, and it gets oh. weirder. So, okay. you're in for a treat. I'm not read uh, the rest of it. Uh, there's a few more quotes about him wearing shiny black stuff. Nice. Um, someone saw him and said, I was scared by what he was doing because it was dark and they were dressed like that. following reports of the second incident police went to is it bleed bladen bladen it's bladen Uh, went to bladen and spotted a white berlingo van in a field which was reversing and decided to stop it pc declan coppock spoke to the defendant who was wearing gray trousers and a black hooded top and arrested him with hunt telling him he was not a gimp i noticed i noticed his skin was extremely wet and damp suggesting he had been lying on the side of the road the officer said Hunt told him, I am not dangerous, I am a normal person, I have got a few problems. Oh Oh. dear, bless him, oh bless him. A search found Hunt was not wearing a t-shirt or any underwear inside his van, and there was a collection of wet black clothing, women's tights, face masks and gloves. There was also a neon white paint used for drawing on the mask, the court heard. Um, He explained he would go out at night, change into black clothing and go mudding. Mudding.
2: Oh, Mudding, not- I can guess from context what that might be. Oh, man.
0: Yeah, so he's not a gimp. He's a mudder. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. okay. He should enter um, the Florida
2: games. He would have a good time there.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to roll around. Yeah, get, get, buy some tickets out. It'll do him good. It'll do him hmm. good. Uh, he said, which a lot of people wouldn't understand. It's something I do to get covered in mud, uh, which is another reason I was there as it's close to the estuary where there is mud. How many times can we say the word mud? Let's Mm. find out. The clothes I wear and face masks are for mudding only, hence why I had them in the vehicle. Time to time, sometimes I just feel so crap about myself. Uh, It's a release because I feel like shit, so I cover myself in shit. Oh, Oh boy, this boy is going through it. Bless him. Happy mudding, I guess. Well, not anymore. Oh, oh, muddy, 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 muddy. Um, It never entered my head that what I was doing was frightening people, he said. I apologise to those people. I agree. What I was doing is frightening, but hand on heart, I never intended to cause them harassment, alarm, or distress. He was just getting muddy with it. He was, he's, I'm yeah. not a gimp. He's a muddy I mean, boy. If it's the
1: same guy that we heard about before, he's been doing some pretty alarming stuff. Yeah, he's, he's been, been right? wandering yes. around
2: in a gimp suit and there are photos yeah. of him in his gimp suit. In yes, a he has place.
0: actually been harassing people and chasing yeah. after them. So, yeah. mate, maybe, maybe if you're going to mud, just do it in your back garden. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. You, you can make mud there. You, you don't you have to bring... Even
2: there might even be like the, a few understanding farmers out there who would quite mm-hmm. happily let you pet you know you could pay them to go on their private property in the night in their mud in you know and and then you can everyone's happy they get they get a tenner you get your mud <laughs> and uh, you're away from the road
0: yeah you could even start your own local mudding association right out the the yeah. village hall every every fortnight and get a little mud pit in there and all the boys can get together <laughs> have a great time Makes and that- it-
1: Big Baps Road Cafe, whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bertha's Big Baps or something.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Oh no. Well, he's uh I'm not sure what his um his uh his sentence is, but he won't be mudding anytime soon. Bless oh, him. Oh dear. Oh and that puts well, a... <laughs> he gets the help that he needs. Well, yeah, we wish him yes. the best in
2: that regard.
0: Um, for <laughs> sure. A gimpy boy, not gum- not gimp, mudder, mm.
2: mudder. Well, thank you, Mikey. And thank you, Sender, for that. Thank
0: you, Groovy Pasty.
2: Groovy Pasty. Um, I've got a story here um, that I have discovered. Um, I saw it being talked about on Twitter not long ago, um, and I found a write-up here according to allthatsinteresting.com. This baboon worked on a railway for nine years without ever messing up. Wow! <laughs> Here is a and photo incredible. of the baboon working on the railway and not oh messing up.
0: I hope he has a little uniform. Oh, look
2: at him! <laughs> he doesn't have a little uniform, but oh, there is a uniformed He's got a man on. watching him pull a lever. Um, <laughs> Fantastic! Oh, Jack the baboon worked on the railway system in South Africa for four uh, for nine years without ever making a single mistake. Uh, then there's that image that I've just sent to you. If you could add it to the thread, that would be good. And uh, it's captioned. Jack, operating the railway switches. Oh, good boy, Jack. He's doing a very
1: good job of That's it as well. Jack. He is. That's a good Jack right there.
2: When James Jumper Wide...
0: James Jumper Jumper Wide.
2: Wide. <laughs> Jumper is his nickname. It's in quotes. When James Wide, also known as Jumper, worked for the Cape Town Port Authority Railway Service, he developed a habit of leaping from one railway car to the other, even when the trains were moving. One day in 1877, he misjudged his jump by a little too much and fell under the moving train. Jumper survived, though the train had severed both of his legs at the knee. Devastated, but not disheartened, Jumper made himself two new legs out of wooden pegs and took a job at the Eutenage station. He even constructed a wooden trolley to help him get around, but despite the additions, he was still having trouble enter jack <laughs> jumper yes. met jack at the local market leading oh an God. ox wagon leading an ox wagon so he had a profession
1: <laughs> this is <laughs> his second job
2: yeah um he was impressed with his intelligence and decided he would hire him to be his new work assistant what the, eventually what
0: did he pay, jack what did he pay jack <laughs> i don't
2: know fruit maybe <laughs> Eventually, Jack learned how to push Jumper to work in his wagon and switch the train signals, and he even would hand the conductors their keys. He quickly became an invaluable asset to Jumper's work. The only problem, Jack was a baboon, which we have already (laughs) learned. Thank you for that big reveal there. (laughs) (laughs) Jumper taught Jack how to use the train signals by holding up one or two fingers and pulling the corresponding levers. Jack also picked up things through watching Jumper, such as delivering conductor keys. As a train pulled into the station, it would set off four blasts from its whistle, signalling the conductor's need for a key. As soon as he heard the whistles, Jumper would then grab the keys and slowly hobble over to the conductor. Jack picked up on this, and after just a few days, would complete the task on his own.
0: Oh, he likes very having cute. a job.
2: <laughs> it's the very conscien- conscientious and kind of Useful member of society version of uh, John Deere, isn't it? Or Uncle Fatty.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uncle Fatty. Uncle Fatty (laughs) Fatty was just a leech on society. (laughs) Real drain. Uh,
2: (laughs) Eventually, he could operate the railway signals on his own while under supervision from Jumper. He even became something of a local celebrity and people would come from around Cape Town to watch the baboon operate the tracks. However, the idea of a baboon running the train tracks was worrisome to a few people and one concerned citizen alerted the train authorities. Um, excuse me, I think you'll find that there's a very capable baboon running the train tracks over there. What was Boom. the Boo. boring rubbish apparently while many people at the management office knew jumper had hired an assistant the fact that it was a monkey had somehow, somehow slipped through the cracks <laughs> <laughs> jack's uh, a nice
1: lad have you met him yeah bit hairy
2: a <laughs> bit hairy likes peanuts there's a very low quality image here of him doing some more work oh there. look at him oh, go scary <laughs> Uh, a, rail- a railroad manager was immediately dispatched to the station to fire Jack and Jumper, but when he arrived, Jumper pleaded for their jobs, offering for the manager to test Jack the baboon's skills. Thinking there was no way the baboon was as competent as Jumper claimed, the manager acquiesced uh, He instructed... An engineer to sound a train's whistle and watched, shocked, as Jack made the correct signal changes. Apparently, Jack never looked away from the train, ensuring his work was correct. Wow. The railroad railroad manager was impressed and eventually let Jumper have his job back. He even made Jack the Baboon an official employee, paying him 20 cents a day and half a bottle of beer each week for his work for the next nine years. My God! Even That's more surprising, pain. Jack the baboon never made a mistake. Um we now have a bit of a sad ending after 9 oh, years on the is job. Is he not
1: he's he's not dead, is he?
2: He's still alive. He's oh, he's fine. God. He he's uh, on a happy farm somewhere, but a, he's
1: 106 years he's old. He's <laughs> 106
2: years old and he's fine, but a different baboon uh called Jack that is unrelated to this one contracted tuberculosis and passed away. Oh, I do not care about that, Jack. That's yeah, that, okay. no. And that, that unrelated Jack Baboon's skull uh, remains at the Albany Museum in Grahamstown, South Africa. But who cares? Oh. Because the train one that, is Jack? still alive. Yes.
0: The good the one who is good at trains
2: yeah. is still with us.
0: I just did quick maths for um, how many bottles of beer this monkey had during his stint at this job. And nine years... Half a bottle of beer every week for nine years is 230 whole bottles of beer. Wow. Wow. Monkey was living good.
2: Oh, I don't know why they've used that rubbish image uh, in the article because here's the same photo but in very good quality. Look at that. Look at that.
1: That's great. So, what do you reckon he spent his money on? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know.
0: Did it not just go straight to his mate? Old uh, peg leg. Probably,
2: yeah.
1: Old uh, peg leg. (laughs) Old uh, peg leg.
0: (laughs) Wait, yeah, I didn't even know. I was so distracted by the monkey in that image. You can see his peg legs. Holy shit, he did a good job there. He built them well.
1: Yeah, yeah, he did. Braces go all the way up to the thighs. Mm -hmm. Nice. What a pro. That must have been awful. Yeah. Being run over by a train. Jesus.
2: I mean, if you will jump between... I'm not victim blaming here, (laughs) but if you will jump (laughs) between... It's all right, he's dead. What's he going to do? What's he going to do? Come on. Um, He might haunt me. Anyway, his monkey's still alive, so the monkey might come and get me. <laughs>
1: yeah, and we're going to talk to the monkey next week on the podcast. It's very exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, apparently, when I was looking for a write
2: upon this, there is a Wikipedia article about it, but it's way too short for me to have read. But it did say on there that uh, I don't know if you're aware of the, um, uh, the monkey news segment of Ricky Gervais's old <laughs> podcast with Carl Pilkington.
1: Oh, yeah. I yes. think so.
2: Where week on week, uh, Carl Pilkington would bring a story along about some something a chimp had done or a monkey and it was normally absolute bollocks you know there's one that like worked for the fire department or one that you know he, he told the story about the one that went to space but it was all full of factual inaccuracies and he told this story and uh, Ricky Gervais and Stephen, Mer- Stephen Merchant laughed him out of the room as usual uh, and it turns out it's actually true he told well, pretty yeah. much an accurate representation of this story and this one, it, Richard and <laughs> really was true. Oh,
1: Incredible. Well, God. thank you, Peter, for bringing that along. You're very welcome. Oh joy! Thank you. And thus concludes the things mm. for this podcast. Now, before we go into the pre the the, the end amble, I should say the post amble. Mm. Yeah. Is that is that a term? I don't even yeah. know. Um, Make sure you go watch the video version of this podcast. We always forget to say that there is a video, an actual video version of this podcast. For the longest time, we were just uploading a static image with the audio under (laughs) on our YouTube channel, but you can actually see our faces. There's actual face cam for this podcast now and you can go watch it on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash video. It's official. So consider going over there, not only listening, but watching it too. Mm. I appreciate that uh mikey there's uh some maybe some sort of shop
0: oh i think i think you're correct if you head over to videosofficial.com and click on that lovely little enticing shop button you will be greeted by an array of goodies including stickers t-shirts hoodie and cap Ooh. It's the 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 seizing of given is coming ahead probably in like 2 months time so get your shopping list ready early so santa claus can bring you your potiets legends mug and vs1 corduroy cap that's what's on my list what about yours <laughs> Fuck, yeah oh yeah, yeah. on so my f- list is an unreleased piece of merch which is
1: uh, which is due to hopefully come out at some point this month uh, also another reminder i still think we're on for the hang on i'm looking through my calendar we're on for the 8th of december i I believe yeah currently yeah 8th of december for a vidiots reunion stream on twitch we should probably uh get serious about this soon and start putting out some promotional materials for that but that that is Mm -hmm. currently the date still nothing has changed as yet since the last episode which was very recent at the time of recording (laughs) Uh, so the 8th of december is currently our vidiots reunion stream and when we do that It'll be twitch.tv forward slash videos official. That's where we're going to go. Maybe we'll announce some new merch there on the night that you can purchase in time for Crimble's, crimbles mm-hmm. uh, As well as some other funny shenanigans. So pay attention. We will tell you soon what's going on when we know <laughs> uh youtube twitter com forward slash vid- videots official is where you can find us our discord is of course dot official.com forward slash discord thank you to tommy and fleckers who are modding us over there uh go hang out with like-minded videots viewers and podiots listeners would really appreciate that uh and as i said twitch.tv forward slash videots official is where we'll be live streaming as and when we do that 8th of december is the current date for the final uh twitch reunion stream the three of us all streaming together basically before the end of this year so uh add it to your calendars podiots.com if you go there donate three pounds or more you get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the podcast you join pod squad you help us keep the lights on here keep us doing what we're doing pay for our hosting costs and also our uh, savings account to buy a genuine blobby costume uh, so we'll, we'll get there in the next sort of 40 to 50 years As long as we keep doing this podcast yeah. Mikey, do you want to kick us off again?
0: We begin with the generous Finally caught up with the pod Raindrop joy Airplane aisle slip and slide And cow doys don't cry Fred
2: uh, We've also got Sorry, I was just messaging my wife saying Can you put my tea in the oven, please? <laughs> 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 um uh hang on wait um yeah steven ooh, skodes ooh. uh i sent mikey bird seeds nuts lord brotovich guy farts knight and our lord bock is christ i don't know why i'm doing that. that's force of habit because i've already had my tea she'll be very confused by that message
1: yeah well i thought you yeah we talked before we recorded
2: well i have i do it every every, every episode i quietly send a message saying i'll be done we're soon wrapping, we're wrapping yeah, up now yeah but uh should she has just replied with question marks. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you should reply to her while we while we do the next. Say, couple yeah, of second beers.
2: dinner. Come on, yeah. Well, it's it's time for
1: T T two. Yeah, sequel to T. <laughs> uh, thank you also to Ben Potter, Mister Macca, Extra Fifty P's, Garlic Maballs, and Brian Boppisfield, and that is your pod squad. For this week, if you want to get a shout-out at the beginning and the end of the next podcast, go to com. £3 or more. Really appreciate all of you. Thank you so much, Podquad. For this week, um, well, actually, Peter, have you sent your message now?
2: I have, yeah. Good, good. What's
0: out on Vidyots five years ago this week?
2: I'll tell you. Um, what were you having nu- for
0: your dinner five years ago this week? I'm curious now. Yeah, well, we'll find <laughs> out. Probably maybe Snappies. Snappy tomato
2: pizza. Well, we made Nuka Cola. Um, so maybe Ooh, we had disgusting. a nice. was disgusting. Yeah, that was basically food rather than drink, wasn't it? Because it was just <laughs> it was really undiluted bad. syrup. Um, oh. Making Nuka Cola. Spooky It's episode 18, a Luigi board? <laughs> uh, post some tat number 37 Vidiot's Wrestling Federation It's On Easy Black Ops 4 Zombies Worst Games Ever Spooky Special Billy the Wizard <laughs> Rocket Broomstick Racing <laughs> didn't realise that was a Halloween episode yeah. um, and then the scariest video of them all uh, on oh. the 3rd of November 2018 Vidiot's Changed Oh, oh. oh. Vidiot's is changing it is is changing announcement um there it is thought, an occasion
1: uh, that we celebrate and remember to this day with the annual triple jump is not changing video
2: uh every video either side of that has a 98 or 99 percent like ratio that one has 82 percent so it oh, people didn't like apparently. the
1: announcement that we were losing our jobs huh? no. sorry guys
2: yeah sorry about that <laughs> yeah sorry <laughs> Uh, We continue with Buckets National Basketball Association of 2000 Playgrounds (laughs) 2.
1: Yeah, I really really took the piss. At that point, I don't know if you could tell that I checked out because... Stop trying with the titles there. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. that one we really didn't do it because the title of the game was so long. It's like fuck it, let's just put the full title this time. Two
2: K Playgrounds Two. It's already a stupid title. But. Yeah, oh, it is, yeah. Uh, in the spotlight, Marvel Spider-Man: The Heist. Podiat's yes. nin- uh, episode nineteen car crash DM. Um, post some tat number thirty eight. Penultimate tat. new vidiots merch some would say too little too late (laughs) whoops Uh, uh, worst games ever 007 racer Uh, vidiots live uh, twitch stream dark souls remastered number 5 and finally for today vidiots announcement Q&A where we had to do some damage control (laughs) because people didn't understand what we had just announced
0: oh no good times we
1: tried to put a positive spin on it but it it was not I mean, we've spoken to death about it, but that was not uh, wasn't an easy time for any of us, for sure. Mm. Nah. Really fun, yeah. but hey, we're still here, we're still kicking, we're we're doing great in our uh, in our sequel jobs.
0: Yeah, for want <laughs> a better
1: term. And uh, honestly, we're we're thrilled to be part of the Pickaxe Network. Go check we out are, the amazing yeah. other podcasts on the Pickaxe Network. And um, things did change.
2: Awesome. It changed into eventually just pretty much only podcast and you know what i think it's going really well i think the podcast has yeah. never been in a better position than it is right now and uh it's yeah. uh, it's nice to see so thanks for support. viewing figures
1: are staying strong mm-hmm. you guys are still as passionate as ever and uh we'll keep doing it as long as you guys want us to so uh yeah. no pressure, keep no pressure. Us that because sometimes <laughs> it's easy to lose track of it isn't it yeah <laughs> it's it's nice some positive reinforcement goes a long way
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry mikey what did you say i was just i was just uh, oh, my brain's <laughs> falling out of my ears oh my yes. God. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. i was just um s- echoing the same sentiments yes <clears throat> yeah. yes thank you all
1: for your amazing support we're still going five years after the fact yeah all right we'll be five years after the fact in a couple oh, of months man. fucking hell jesus where that, Mikey. yes sorry to cut you off where are you on the internet
0: at Parrot Boy on Twitter and Instagram are the best places to keep up with what I'm doing. Uh, my, my, because I, I, I finally have something fun I can share. I'm in the bloody credits for Alan Wake too, motherfucker! Whoa, <laughs> whoa, that's kept so quiet. cool. <laughs> yeah i mean, i helped I, did, I helped do some video work on the behind the scenes making of the game we weren't oh, expecting mate. to be included in the uh actual credits of the actual bloody game but i'm nice. in there as mikey johnson nice <laughs> so so cool congratulations yeah congratulations man that's really Made cool it. look at me dad they don't know what games are but look at me my words ring my name is in the credits yeah. <laughs> be proud of me <laughs> And then show them the farting video. They yeah, think. then that, yeah. they have got to keep things videos. level, you know, you can't yeah. bring them up too much.
1: <laughs> and Peter, where are we on the internet?
2: Uh, we are at Austin and at Confused underscore Dude on Twitter, respectively. But you can also find us together on Triple Jump, uh, over on YouTube and Twitch and also Facebook and Twitter as well, where we're doing um, live streams and video game related video content such as... Worst games ever and rules boss challenges and um, cooking as well. Occasionally, it's locked behind a paywall, but uh, for good reason. So,
1: yeah, (laughs) absolutely. And uh, I believe, will it? Oh, it's next week, isn't it? Talking about something cool that you're going to be doing, Peter, you're going to be part of a a Children in Need live stream. Yes.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, all being well, that's certainly the plan is uh, on, I think, the 10th. Ooh, is it on the I think it's Friday the 10th um, at 7 p.m BBC three are doing a um, a, a show um, about sort of video games and, and fundraising for children in need at the same time and at the same time various creators will be doing live streams um, to raise money for children in need which is nice and uh, it's it was very nice of them to reach out and ask us to sort of be an official children in need adjacent stream so yeah
1: that's yeah. great very cool uh cool. hopefully as many of you as possible were able to come along to that if you weren't able to see it live youtube.com forward slash trip team triple jump vods or triple jump vods i can't remember it's one of the two mm. um i think triple up forward slash vods will take you there anyway yeah. you can see it after the fact um it may not be live yet actually that may be going up on monday no it should be shouldn't it thursday I don't know when you're streaming I can't
2: remember when it is we're streaming on on the Friday yeah so it will have happened by the time this episode goes out actually so yeah so
1: you want to go to the Twitch channel to see the VOD there but it'll go up on the YouTube
2: channel after the fact.
1: Brilliant. Lots of exciting stuff happening, basically. Mm. Uh, we're all killing the game. Is they Do they say that? Are they still saying that? I think that? so. Sure, yeah. yeah. Is that a bit chuggy of me? I don't know. Oh, uh, why not leave us a five-star review on your platform of choice? It helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms and would really appreciate it. It takes no time and costs you no money. So maybe go and do that if you haven't already. Do you guys have a final question before we bugger off?
2: Um, um... Mm. Um, Did you get any trick or treaters? Yeah. Did you trick or treat? I don't, no, I, just, I shouldn't do a Halloween question again. Um, no. Uh, no, hang on, let's not do yet. that. Anything else? Any other offers? Uh, it,
1: if you had a baboon work with you, <laughs> what would you trust them to do
0: in your place of work? Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Maybe? I don't trust baboons, full stop, though, so I wouldn't no, allow it. i one don't. My... <laughs> be really right, Yeah, the answer is none, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Like he was a good boy because he was plied with half a bottle of booze every week, but I, I <laughs> a sober gorilla in a workplace. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, the, the sounds of printers jamming would very quickly lead him to to start ripping people's faces off. But yeah. by all means, you have a gorilla in your workplace. Let us know what you want them to do. Yes, go for it.
1: Do what your heart desires. Well, thank you so much for watching slash listening, everybody. We really appreciate it. We will see you in a couple of weeks' time. Until then, though, look after yourselves. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye.